Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Come Into the Party. (laughs) Hey, before I get into today's teaching, just got back from Europe, almost there for three weeks, mostly in Germany, and I just want to say God's doing some powerful things in Germany. There's, there's so much happening. I, one of the things that I stood out to me is the young people, young adults, are. there's so many of them who love Jesus and then also are so uh, strong in leadership. There's something on the Germans right now. There's fathers and mothers who are older as well, who are strategic in this season. And so we just take this moment. And you said, Father, in Psalm 2.8, ask of me and I will give you the nations as an inheritance. And I ask you for Germany. And we say, thank you, Lord. We ask you for that nation that's had a, a difficult history. Thank you, Lord, that, that they're, you, they're being raised up in this hour for significance. I was also in Austria and Slovakia. Thank you for those countries as well. Hey, I'm recording this December. We're getting close to Christmas. And this is a fun message today. Come into the party. Luke 15, 28 says, but he was angry and refused to go in. (laughs) He was angry and refused to go in. And this is the story of the prodigal son, or maybe it should be called the story of the wonderful father, because I really believe it reveals the heart of the father and our heavenly father in, in a great way of his desire to see restoration of his desire to pursue and wait for the one. But This is the elder brother. He was angry and refused to go in. This is what we don't want to be. The elder brother separated himself in his attitude and in relationships because he disapproved of his father. We may have thought the issue was with his brother, but the issue was really with his father. And sometimes we don't understand that that we're, who we really have the issue with. And sometimes, you know, the, the bitterness that we would be tempted to have in life, often it is, it, it is something that is subconsciously directed at the Father. You know, the devil, it says he's the accuser of the brethren. And, but he's not only the accuser of the brethren, he accuses us daily. You know, he, he partners with the perfectionism in our life, religious mindsets, and constantly accuses us and tells us what we're not and comparing us to the giftings of others, comparing us to where others are instead of us, you know, we, and then we lose sight of our own journey of celebrating our own progress. In that, you know, his, his, his power is the lie. But he's also the accuser of God to the brethren. Happened in Genesis 3 where Eve was uh, told by the devil, basically, God is your problem. Has God not, has he said this? Basically, Eve, he's trying to withhold something good from you. And so, you know, the symptoms of an elder brother mindset uh, are, are this. Anger and resentment because things are not fair. Performing for love and approval. Seeing the blessings of others as a threat to his own blessings. Jealousy, pride, thinking the gift of discernment is used to primarily identify what is wrong, 
being perpetually reluctant to rejoice or to let go and celebrate in life and withdrawing from relationships because of fear and the need to control what's happening. Let me just read those again. The symptoms of an elder brother mindset is anger and resentment because things are not fair. Now this comes back to, all right, the anger is, is often with God. You know, sometimes we just have to admit it. I'm angry with you, God. And, 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 and just <coughs> work that, excuse me, work that out in our lives. Performing for love and approval. It's the elder brother mindset. The elder brother mindset is performance-based. Constantly looking at what we've done as the indicator of, of us needing approval, favor, etc. Seeing the blessings of others as a threat to his own blessings. It's difficult for the elder brother mindset to rejoice when somebody else is blessed because of a, of a poverty spirit that there's not enough to go around. Jealousy, that's linked to what we just said. Pride, pride in my own effort, pride in who I am, pride that I'm better than other people, pride that that's, God resists the pride but gives grace to the humble. Thinking the gift of discernment is used to primarily identify what is wrong. We laugh at that. Ha, ha, ha. Being perpetually reluctant to rejoice or let go and to celebrate in life. Uh, withdrawing from relationships because of fear and the need to control what will happen. Let's expand a little more on, on the story here in Luke 15. Now his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has, he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. Wow. The father is pleading with him. Come into the party. Come. You know, the default of the elder brother mindset is to first see what's wrong with a person or place. The default of an elder brother mindset is to first see what is wrong with a person or place. It greatly limits influence because it is constantly magnifying the problem. The default of the father mindset is to first see what's right with a person or, or place. Let me say that again. The default of the father mindset is to first see what is right with a person or place. It it values heart connection and encouragement above the focus of whether someone has obeyed all the rules. It rejoices in what is happening instead of focusing on what is not happening. And now, you know, just this is kind of a little side note in this message that we know that we're moving from an elder brother mindset to a father mindset because of what our default is. When we go to a place, when we see a person, our default is, okay, I'm, I'm looking for what's good. I'm looking for what good is happening. You know, we could say this, we're looking for what God's already doing. Jesus said in John 4.35, do you not say four months and then the harvest? I say, look up and see. The fields are white for harvest. You know, Jesus is saying, don't say it's not happening yet. Look up and see there's something happening. There's something good happening for you to partner with now. And the father mindset, and this is for men and women, 
is, is that we're actually looking for that. We're looking for that in our marriage. We're looking for that in, with our children. We're looking for that in our leadership. We're looking for that in our nation. The elder brother mindset magnifies the problem, whereas the father mindset magnifies the Lord and what good is happening. The father is pleading with you and me today, come into the party. We might think, but I'm already at the party. Maybe. But, you know, we all probably have some elder brother mindsets uh, to overcome. You know, just the, the, the key indicator. Now, hear this. The key indicator of how far into the party we are is revealed by how much we have embraced joy in our lives. Now, here's in the last part of the message. I just want to go after this. That, you know, we here at Igniting Hope Ministries, we really teach a lot on the joy of the Lord. Uh, you know, the laughing at lies. Uh, Romans 14, 17, joy is one-third of the kingdom. Here we are. I'm recording this right before Christmas here, December 2019. In Luke 2, verse 10, the angel gives the announcement to the shepherds, the purpose of baby Jesus. Of all the topics in Christianity that could have been mentioned, they chose joy. He said, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. And so we, we recognize that, that the coming of Jesus is a, is a time of, of really re, recalibrating the importance of joy. And you know, the elder brother mindset does not value joy because it doesn't think we're worthy of joy. It doesn't think any other people are worthy of joy and, and won't come into the party. Now, uh, the more we embrace joy, the more we say, Joy is going to be important if it's one-third of the kingdom, if it's my strength in Nehemiah 8.10, if uh, Proverbs 17.22, a merry heart is good like medicine, if Philippians 4.4 says rejoice in the Lord always, Psalm 16.11, in His presence is fullness of joy. And so we, we say, okay, I, I'm going to make it a key thing. Yeah, I remember when we first, when you and I first heard about joy and hope, we thought, oh no, now we have to be happy too. <laughs> we have to be happy too. That sounds like hard work. No, joy's not something we work at. It's really the fruit of good beliefs. Now, when we go after joy, it's going to cause us to deal with and overcome the things that hinder us from going into the party. Excessive introspection pessimism, victim mindset, shame, unworthiness, worry, bitterness, impulsive decision-making, being easily offended, anger, frustration, disappointment, competition, jealousy. We're, we're going to have to let go. The more we let go of those, is the, more, it's the deeper we go into the party. And that list is available on our blog at ignitinghope.com for this week. And, and so I just say to you, come into the party. Come into the party. I usually end my podcast by talking about joy, and I say the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I say, you know, for pretty much everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. When all my problems are over, then I'll have joy. No, I need joy now. It's my strength. And so I say to you today, um, this message of coming to the party 
is just a, is this a call to us to embrace joy at a higher level, to embrace childlikeness? Matthew 18:3 Unless you're converted and become as a little child, you're not going to enter the kingdom. There's so many things of kingdom life we cannot enter into unless we become childlike. And childlikeness and joy is synonymous. Gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into the party. Wherever you're at today, if you're completely outside the party and not embracing joy at all, I just speak breakthrough over you. If you're partially in the party and kind of hanging out in the outskirts and you're not really in the middle uh, of it, hey, today's a day where we're going to say, Holy Spirit, thank you for helping us overcome those things that are attributed to the elder brother mindset to embrace what you're doing. Wow, wow, wow. You know, we know this, even in the, the father mindset, you know, we our default is to first see what's right with a person or place. I, I'm not saying we're not going to have boundaries in relationships. I'm not saying that, you know, everybody's going to have equal access to us or equal opportunity under us just because we've got good beliefs. But it's it's a key and it's where you're going and it's what's needed and the father mindset, which embraces joy, which embraces celebration, which embraces partying in Jesus is powerful. Hey, Steve Backlund here at Igniting Hope Ministries. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. And I want to remind you, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only people who do not have hope. Hope is an unstoppable force. Our hope level determines our influence level. He who has the most hope has the most influence. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership quality there is. I love saying that. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it and just uh, let them know we do these every week. Thank you so much. Praying for you that you'll just have a great, great Christmas time. Jesus is the reason for this season. Wise men still seek him. My prayer for you is that you're going to get a great time to just reestablish at a deeper level your heart connection with God this season. It's, it's, the, it's the anchor point of everything else. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus for us, by the way, and we love you. Bless everybody who's listening. Steve Backlund, look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.